Welcome, everyone, to the 2012-2013 Ford of Men's Basketball Tip-Off Dinner here from the Grand Hyatt Hotel in Manhattan, joined by Alex Smith and Dom Nardone at the controls. I'm Mac Rosenberg, welcoming you to this great event here in the city tonight. New York Knicks legend and NBA Hall of Famer Patrick Ewing will be honored with the inaugural Johnny Bach Award. Johnny Bach, FCRH 1948, of course, the former head coach of Fordham men's basketball, a legend in the Fordham community. He coached Fordham for 18 seasons and is the winningest coach in Fordham basketball history. The award is in the name or the award in his name, I should say, is presented to an individual who has had substantial and lasting impact on the sport of basketball and who best emulated box drive and passion for excellence. And Alex, there certainly are a few better who come to mind than Patrick Ewing. Yeah, Mac, you said the word impactful. I think that's a pretty good word to describe Patrick Ewing, especially here in the city of New York. He is just the go-to guy for when you think about Knicks history, Knicks basketball, um, and he's a tremendous collegiate player as well. A lot of times there's college athletes that don't necessarily translate their success into the NBA. Patrick Ewing is one of those guys. He was tremendous when he was in Georgetown, came to the Knicks. He was tremendous as well. Um, it's just a great impact on the sport of basketball, like I said, especially here in New York. And I was able to catch up with Patrick Ewing earlier before this event. First of all, your daughter Randy, she of course goes to Fordham University, but she plays on the volleyball team. With the basketball background, how did she end up playing volleyball? <laughs> That's what uh, I think, you know, my girlfriend Cheryl Weaver is a, is a, was a great volleyball player, and I think that once she, they got an opportunity to meet, um, she admired her and she wanted to be like her, so I think that's... That's the main reason. I'm just happy that she's playing some sport, even though Randy did play some uh, basketball growing up, but volleyball became her love. Now you're being honored with the Johnny Bach Award tonight. What is your relationship with, with Johnny? Yeah, Johnny and I are very good friends. Um, you know, we've been bitter, bitter enemies over the years with him coaching the Bulls, also Golden State. And um, then we had the opportunity to work with each other in Washington. Um, and just had the opportunity to, to get to know him, uh, you know, and learn his philosophy. And just, I just think he's a, he's a great man. Um, he's definitely shaped uh, my coaching uh, future and my philosophy. And I, I admire, admire him being a friend. Now, this is the first time this award is being given out. You're the first winner. Does that make it a little bit even more special to you? Very special, very special. Not only that, the... I'm the first uh, one to receive it, but just that, that is just, it's coming from him, and it's named after him. Now we see Dikembe Mutombo is here as well, a few Georgetown guys here as well. This is a Fordham event. Any kind of Fordham-Georgetown rivalry going on? <laughs> no rivalry, no rivalry. We just, they're here to support me. I'm here to support the university and also my daughter. Um, so it's just looking to be, have a fun night. All right, Patrick, thanks a lot. Have a good night. Mac Rosenberg joined by Alex Smith bringing you the 2012-2013 Fordham Men's Basketball Tip-Off Dinner from the Grand Hyatt Hotel here in Midtown Manhattan. Also here tonight is Tom Pacora, the third-year head coach of Fordham Basketball. He came here from Hofstra in 2010. And Alex, he's done a great job of changing the culture here at Fordham. Absolutely, he sure has. When you think about the impact that he has had on this program, and it started right away. I mean, every season that he's been here, the team has been progressing a little bit more, a little bit more. Mac, I am really of the belief that this season, this Fordham Rams men's basketball team could do great things. Now, I know they're playing in a very tough A-10 conference, but the talent that they have, especially when you talk about someone like Chris Gaston, who is one of the best players 
uh, best you know, two-way players when you think about defense, rebounding, scoring the basketball. He's led Fordham in, def in rebounding and in points scored the last three seasons. When you have players like that, mix in with some other role players as well, and then you have Tom Pacora at the head of it all, things are looking up right now for Fordham basketball. And Alex caught up with Coach Pacora in the green room a short while ago. Coach, obviously this is a special night here for Fordham basketball. What does it mean to you to, to be a part of all of this? Well, I think this is uh, what Fordham is all about. It's about great tradition. It's about friendships, uh, you know, bringing Patrick Ewing in here, his daughter Randy being a member of the volleyball team, and, and, and his strong connection with John Bach, Fordham Fordham coach and graduate. It, it, it really is two degrees of separation in the basketball world, you know, but to have the turnout like we did, the great support uh, from alumni and, and friends and family, and to do it all during difficult times, you know, coming off of, of Hurricane Sandy, uh, to have this kind of support and people be this dedicated and committed to an event like this is, is very, very impressive. Now, Coach, we're giving out the John Bach Award tonight. Uh, he's a legendary Fordham coach. Have you had a chance to, to talk to him? And if so, what has he said to you about coaching here at Fordham University? Well, when I first got the job at Fordham over two years ago, I got a, uh, a handwritten letter from Coach Bach. And, uh, it, you know, it, it's a treasure. I still have it. Uh, he talked about the great experience he had during his 18 years at Fordham and, and, and how wonderful it can be. And, and he was right on all counts. And then we were able to go play at Loyola Chicago last year. And, and I got a chance to meet him there. And, and we sat and had dinner and spoke. And, uh, and once again, just a class act, someone who's, uh, you know, a Fordham Ram through and through. And God, I, look, I hope I look as good at 88 <laughs> years old as he does. He's a, he's a special guy. Now you have Patrick Ewing and Dikembe Mutombo here. A couple of Georgetown guys getting in the mix. Any kind of rivalry between Georgetown and Fordham here tonight? Well, we can only hope so. At some point that it becomes a rivalry. Uh, you know, over the last decades, uh, it, I, they'd be the hammer. We would have been the nail, I'd imagine. Ralph Dalton joined them, too, so they did send their three biggest Hoyas ever to come here. But I think it's great support. They showed great support for Patrick by being here. And, uh, and once again, the, the Jesuit family sticking together here. So it's a special night. And, Coach, my last question for you, the, the start of the regular season just around the corner, how anxious are you to get through these exhibition games and, and start off the regular season? Well, we're ready to go Friday night. We open up at Texas State, and then uh, we're home for a day and a half, and, and we head out to the preseason NIT at Pittsburgh. So, as you know, once it gets rolling, it, it goes quickly and it goes hard, and, uh, and we're excited about it. I think we have a good bunch of guys that are working really hard. Our talent level's up. Our schedule's too tough, but uh, we have no choice but to play it. And, uh, and I think some good things are going to happen. All right, Coach, thanks a lot. We'll continue with the interviews now. Former NBA player Dikembe Mutombo is on hand tonight to help honor his good friend Patrick Ewing. I spoke with Mutombo in the green room about his relationship with Ewing. Dikembe, talk to me about, about playing against Patrick Ewing. What was that like for you? <laughs> you know, uh, it, it was a great rivalry because... Uh, He's a man that gave me an opportunity and a chance to learn so much from him. He's the man who took me out of his wing uh, to teach me the game of basketball and to make sure that I succeed in the next level. Um, when it came back playing against him, man, I, I didn't have no mercy for him. A uh, few times I tried to kill him. <laughs> you didn't, though. Oh, it happened, it happened it one time. It came close. Uh, uh, I remember the guard in one game, uh, I gave him a little bit of Mutombo medicine. And he was, <laughs> he was laying on the floor for a few hours. 
for a few minutes and uh, they have to stop the game like for 15 minutes. So I remember that. So. <laughs> and what kind of, did he have an impact on you as a player or as a person off the court? Off the court, uh, he took me out of his wing on the court. Um, he challenged me to my best to improve myself that uh, I can be better. No better than him, just I can be better. Maybe trying to prove to the world that uh, if I can uh, succeed, and maybe reach his level. And I'm glad that I was able uh, to go that far. Akembe, thanks so much for the time. Thank you, I appreciate it. And I was able to catch up with Fordham University's new athletic director, David Roach, to get his thoughts on tonight's special evening. Well, David, obviously a tremendous turnout here tonight. So many people coming into this event. What does an event like this do for Fordham Athletics? Well, I mean, it just really shows people what Fordham is all about. It's great exposure for us. It shows people that, you know, we could be in New York City. We could be as good as anybody. and We could attract people. And I just think it's so great. Uh, in particular for Coach Pecoro and our men's basketball program. When you have people like that are here tonight, we honor Patrick Ewing with the first Johnny Bach Award. It's really special. Now talking about the Johnny Bach Award, he of course is a legendary coach here at Fordham. Uh, to give out an award in his name, how much does that say about the tradition of athletics here at Fordham? Well, I think it reminds people that, hey, Fordham's tradition in basketball is terrific. you got a Johnny Bach. Uh, and to honor him because he is so beloved, I mean, we've heard from Pat Riley, we've heard from Doug Collins, you know, we've heard from Coach Jackson and the whole thing and everything. And it kind of brings that connection and it really gets people to think about us. And it's the things that we want to build on. You, know, you want to keep your tradition going, look at it from different eyes and say, how can we use it to help our program? Now, Patrick Ewing receiving the award tonight. Dikembe Mutombo is here as well. There are a couple of Georgetown guys. Any kind of Fordham and Georgetown rivalry going on tonight? Well, you know, there could be, and I'm sure once they get up there and start speaking, people will be uh, throwing uh, a few jabs at each other. I mean, but it's, you know, with uh, Patrick's daughter being at Fordham, it's a great connection to the whole thing, and uh, obviously it's a great attraction to have some terrific people here tonight. All right, David, thanks a lot. Have a good night. Thank you. Another guy who has been instrumental in putting Fordham basketball back on the map is Associate Vice President of Student Affairs for Athletic Alumni Relations and External Affairs, Frank McLaughlin. I caught up with Frank a little while ago in the green room. Frank, what kind of a night is, you know, is this for Fordham basketball, for New York basketball, and uh, you know, for the, the Fordham family? Well, it brings back a lot of memories. You know, Johnny Bach recruited me out of Fordham Prep, and I went and uh, played for him for three years, and then he left to go to Penn State. But... Uh, we've always stayed close, him and his wife, Mary. They're great, great people. And then to see Patrick Ewing, you know, come here and support us because his daughter's at Fordham and uh, some of Patrick's friends. It's great. Johnny Andres is here. It's a, it's a very exciting night. It's yeah, without a doubt. And, uh, you know, talk more about Patrick Ewing, the, the kind of impact uh, that, that he's had on, on the world of basketball, the first recipient, of course, of this Johnny Bach Award. Well, first of all, Johnny Bach is, uh, you know, was one of the greatest coaches uh, ever to coach the game. And uh, I was the head basketball coach at Harvard when Patrick was growing up in Cambridge. So he used to come and sneak in the Harvard gym. So I used to see him there. And it's great to see how he's blossomed, uh, not only as a player, but now as a person. And to see his daughter, his daughter's fantastic, a, a great volleyball player and a very good student at Fordham. So it's... Uh, it's very exciting. Yeah, and you talk about his daughter, Randy, of course. What, what kind of uh, image does it give to Fordham now 
you know, to see, you know, the, Patrick certainly is, is leaving an impact, you know, not only on basketball, but is having a little bit of connection with the Fordham family as well. Yeah, that's right. And, and I think everybody knows when we hired Tom Pecora that we were very serious about being, having a strong commitment to basketball. And Tom's got some very good young players. We have an unbelievably tough schedule this year, but I think things are, everybody's extremely positive and a night like night is a, tonight really gets things off on the right foot for the season. Right, and talking about how far Fordham basketball has come since Tom Pecora took over, I mean, they've had more wins in every year since he's been here. I mean, what kind of an impact has he had now? Well, yeah, and the gym sold out. There's a lot of excitement in the city. You know, we're playing uh, Princeton in the Barclays Center and then playing St. John's in the Garden, playing at UConn. we got a great schedule. He's he's. he's very, very well liked in the basketball community in New York. I, I can remember at the press conference, I said that, I said, you know, the basketball community in New York wants Tom Pecora and Fordham to be successful, and they've been very, very supportive of our program. Frank, thanks for the time. Okay, great. And, of course, there's someone we can't forget on nights like this, nights that honor Fordham University, the president of Fordham University, the Reverend Joseph McShane. I caught up with Father McShane to get his thoughts on tonight's special night for Fordham basketball. Father, a great turnout here tonight. What does this event mean for Fordham University as a whole? Well, I think for the university it's an important uh, event because it marks the beginning of uh, a great season. We have great hopes for the season, and uh, it, it builds excitement and builds a following uh, for the team. And uh, to be honest with you, it couldn't happen uh, at a more crucial moment in the, uh, the life of the, the city. It gives people something to rally around. So it's great for the team. I think it's also great for the city. Now the Johnny Bach Award is being given out tonight. He's, of course, a legendary coach here at Fordham University. How much does that say about the, the rich tradition of, of basketball here at Fordham? Uh, it says a great deal. I remember when Johnny was the coach, and I was a, a young man, a boy, and I would be brought over to the campus for, for games by my father. So he was a legendary figure, and he's had a great career since he left Fordham. So uh, to have a man of that stature with a, uh, an award attached to it uh, is great. It really is. Now Patrick Ewing is receiving the award. Dikembe Mutombo is here as well. A couple of Georgetown guys here tonight. Any kind of Fordham-Georgetown rivalry going on tonight? No, I think uh, it just shows that they've discovered where real quality is uh, <laughs> and have uh, come over to Fordham from their Georgetown background. All right, Father, thanks a lot. Have a good nice. night. And we will take you now to the podium where our Master of Ceremonies and WFUV alum Ryan Rucco will begin tonight's program. My name is Ryan Rucco. I host a midday show from 1 to 3 p.m. on ESPN New York 98.7 FM called Stephen A. Smith and Ryan Rucco Show. I, all right, yeah, okay, we can, we can cheer for that if you want. Not necessary, but sure. I uh, do uh, Brooklyn Nets and Fordham telecasts on the Yes Network, and uh, I'm a proud WFUV alum. The boys are in the building in the back, as well as a member of, uh, yes, 50,000 watts, sir, you know, as well as a member of the... Uh, Fordham College, Rose Hill class of 2008. Very happy to be here with all of you tonight. Obviously, feels like home when you can be here amongst Fordham family, and it's an honor to get to emcee this great event. Tonight, we celebrate not only the start of a new basketball season, but we are also honored to be joined by Mr. Johnny Bach. Fordham College, Rose Hill class of 1948 as well as his lovely wife, Mary Sweeney Bach. As tonight we will present the inaugural Johnny Bach Award to our first recipient, an NBA Hall of Famer, New York Knicks legend, and proud Fordham parent of Randy, 
Patrick Ewing. We're also very excited to welcome members of the Fordham University Board of Trustees, the President's Council, and Parents' Leadership Council who are joining us tonight. Also in attendance to support their teammate from Georgetown's 1982 Final Four team, Ronald Blaylock and Ralph Dalton are here, as well as NBA great Dikembe Mutombo. It is now my great pleasure to introduce the president of Fordham University, one of the greatest orators any of us have ever known or heard, the Reverend Joseph M. McShane of the Society of Jesus. Thank you very much, Ryan. Ryan was a, uh, a student uh, shortly after I arrived at Fordham and has been uh, a great Fordham supporter and a great announcer, and I'm delighted with all the success that he has had. Uh, and I want to thank you tonight for doing this for us, Ryan. It's really wonderful. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank all of you for being here. Uh, in a special way, I want to thank the members of the board, uh, also the president's uh, council, and the parents' leadership group. Uh, I also want to acknowledge and thank Johnny Bach, uh, who is right over there. Johnny is, for all of us, a, a legendary figure. I remember when I was a boy, I'd be brought over by my father to watch the Rams play when Johnny was the coach. My father always spoke of him in hushed tones, and rightly so. He's a man of great character and great achievement, and we're honored that you're with us tonight, Johnny, and even more honored that uh, forevermore there will be an award named in your honor. Uh, we know that each person who receives it will have uh, in his or her character the same great integrity and drive and sense of loyalty that you have always shown. So it's a great honor to have you here tonight, Johnny. <laughs> Second, of course, uh, I want to acknowledge and thank Patrick Ewing for being here uh, and for agreeing to accept the first Johnny Bach Award. Uh, as all of you know, uh, Mr. Ewing was a Hoya. We forgive him. Uh, this night, uh, a legendary and spectacular Nick, but also a Fordham parent, and for us that's, uh, that really is important. Many of you may not know this, but he was a very dear friend of uh, one of the greatest presidents that Georgetown has ever had, and that's Father Tim Healy. Tim was a New York Jesuit who really cut his teeth at Fordham, and some members of the audience here tonight were very, very close to Tim, as you were close to him as well, Patrick. So uh, it's, uh, it's wonderful to have you here and welcome you to the family. It's long overdue that we acknowledge you as a member of the family by way both of Tim and your daughter, who is spectacular, by the way. So welcome, and thanks for being here. Uh, now, as all of us know, and as has been acknowledged a couple of times already this evening, the past week has been an especially trying week for all of the people of metropolitan New York. It was, if you remember, just a week ago, almost this moment, that Sandy came ashore and changed the metropolitan area dramatically, and it will take us years to recover. A week ago, Breezy Point was still Breezy Point. A week ago, Bell Harbor was strong. The Jersey Shore was a place that uh, people remembered with great fondness and looked forward to visiting with even greater fondness and longing. The south towns along the shore of Nassau County were always playgrounds, not only for the rich and famous, but for all of us, 
all of us who would go out to Jones Beach, to Long Beach, to Point Lookout when we were kids and encountered the Great Atlantic. And Staten Island, Staten Island, the smallest of our boroughs and the most badly battered by Sandy. 20 people died in Staten Island during and after the storm. 48 New Yorkers died in the course of the storm. There's still over a million people who do not have power in metropolitan New York. There are 40,000 people who are homeless in the city of New York, the city that never sleeps, the capital of the world. Our city has been deeply hurt by this. But the city is also a city of great resilience and great courage. It's a city that will renew itself, as it always does. And it renews itself through the common effort, through the generosity of heart, the sense of neighborliness and family and community that have always been the hallmarks. And people from outside New York find that a strange statement. But let's be honest, no one lives in New York. Everyone lives in a neighborhood. And in the neighborhoods, that's where you'll find this great sense of compassion and companionship and commitment to one another. And it's in the neighborhoods that things will change and change dramatically pretty fast. Tonight, and I told the coach this, and I told uh, Dave Roach this uh, earlier in the day, I'm going to ask the members of the basketball team to stand once again. So, men, could I ask you to stand? Gentlemen, at this time when the city is hurting, Fordham has decided that we will dedicate your season to the people of New York. Therefore, I would ask you this night to promise all of us and to promise yourselves that you will pray to honor the men and women of Staten Island, the Jersey Shore, the South Shore of Long Island. Play with heart. Play with a sense of real companionship and determination. Play to win. Play with integrity. Play like rams. And then, not only will we at Fordham be proud of you, but the whole city will be proud of you. And remember, last week, one of the first public events that took place in the city after the storm was a game at the Garden, a garden that Mr. Ewing knows well and that he filled with great memories for us all. It was a game between the Knicks and the Heat. It was the first time that the city was able to come together, the first time that the city was able to cheer and to feel good about being in New York at a time of great hardship. That's the way the Rose Hill Gym should feel. I want you to de dedicate this season, dedicate yourselves, to the rebuilding of the city and the city spirit in a special way. And all of us, all of us will be proud, all of us will be grateful. Promise me? Thank you. Gentlemen, be seated. I don't want to inflict my singing of the ram on this crowd quite yet. Most of you are still able to feel and think. Um, maybe later in the evening I will come back and will uh, lead you in, in the singing of the ram when your, your spirits are high and your tongues are loose, uh, but, but not right now. Uh, I also, I, as I ask the team, and I mean this from the heart, I ask the team to dedicate this season to the people of New York and to the people who are re rebuilding their lives, I ask all of you to pack the Rose Hill gym for every home game that we play uh, in the gym. Come to the Barclays Center when we play there. Let us make these, uh, the events of a Fordham basketball game an event to cherish, an event that we all celebrate. So let's make sure that we do pack the gym and pack every venue that we go to. Uh, and last but not least, uh, this evening, it's a great honor for me 
uh, to introduce to you the new athletic director uh, at Fordham. Uh, all of you have read the news articles, the notices, the announcements about his appointment. Uh, tonight, for some of you, this is the first time that you'll ever meet Dave Roach. Dave, as you know, comes to us most recently from Colgate before that he was eight years at Colgate, uh, up in Hamilton, New York, a town or village of roughly 2,800 people, uh, beautiful cow pastures, uh, and uh, great scenery, uh, but little excitement, uh, let's be honest. Um, I lived not far from there for 11 years. I can vouch for that. The scenery is beautiful, but there are no temptations. Uh, that's, why we, that's why we send young Jesuits up there. There are no temptations at all. All right. Before that, uh, he was for 14 years at Brown uh, in Providence. And as you know, in Providence, there are many temptations. I think you have more mayors who have gone to jail than Illinois has governors that have gone to jail. Uh, and yet, Dave remained, through it all, a man of great integrity. Uh, he really is. He's a man of integrity, a man who is devoted to his student-athletes uh, and has proved that throughout his career. He's also a man who uh, is a man deeply devoted to the coaches. He wants to make sure that the coaches have what they need to succeed. And uh, he promised me that he will run for us a successful program, a clean program, a program distinguished by its care of its, uh, its student-athletes and uh, making sure that they get through to graduation. So, Dave, it's a great honor to introduce you and a great joy to have you at Fordham. Ladies and gentlemen, Dave Roach. Nothing like a little pressure, huh? Uh, when I went to Colgate, my wife said, you're finally making a decent salary, and you move me to a place where one of the top five restaurants is Subway. <laughs> so I said, let me look around, and then the Fordham opportunity came up, and I said, now we get 10,000 restaurants, uh, so we're in great shape. But it's terrific to be here tonight. Uh, it's great to be here at Fordham, and Father McShane doesn't know it, but he gave me the best birthday present I've ever had because he emailed me and called me uh, the day before my birthday, and so I woke up on September 22nd uh, there in Melbourne, Australia, and went to bed that night as the athletic director at Fordham, uh, so we went out and celebrated. Uh, it's hard to be here tonight and not be excited about basketball, and I want to thank all of you for your support and interest in our basketball program. It's all about our student-athletes, and we want to do great things for our student-athletes. They're a terrific group. I've come to know Coach Pecora and his staff real quick over the last three and a half weeks. And I can tell you, uh, I've been around the block a few times, and this is a great staff. And with all of your support, we will be able to do great things for our student athletes. Uh, we will and can be a force in the Atlantic 10. As you all know, the Atlantic 10 is the premier basketball-driven conference in the country. And you add Butler and VCU and the recent TV contract. Uh, it's great to be in the Atlantic 10. It's a great time. With that said, uh, by adding those schools, uh, the TV contract, the bar has risen. And we're committed to do everything possible within our means and within your help to be successful in the Atlantic 10. But it will really take all 
everybody in this room and everybody else to be a part of the team. And I ask you to jump on board with us, help our coaches and our student athletes have a great program and be successful. Uh, it's not just a couple of people. It's hundreds, it's thousands, and we can make Fordham a place where no one wants to come and play. And that's one of our goals. So I look forward to seeing all of you again uh, at the Barclays Center for the Atlantic 10 Tournament. Thank you once again, and have a great night. Well, let's hear one more time for Father McShane, for Dave Roach, ladies and gentlemen. Get into the second half of the program. We have a special acknowledgement we want to make. It's only fitting that on this night, we would have another New York Knicks legend here. A man who is from the Gabelli School of Business, class of 1960, who has helped bring the Knicks into our cars and our homes as the radio voice of the team since 1972. And with his recently announced retirement, we'd like to take a moment to applaud Mr. John Andres on his distinguished career as the longest tenured broadcaster in Knicks history. Now, to ensure that Mr. Andres continues to get his basketball fill, the President's Council Executive Committee members, Charlie Menges and Jack Kehoe, are gifting him a pair of Fordham men's basketball season tickets. Congratulations, John, once again on your retirement. I know Rose Hill is going to be very excited to have you there. So it is really an honor to make this next introduction. Mr. John Bach, a coaching icon on the collegiate, professional, and international levels, is one of the greatest basketball minds any of us have ever seen. He's a defensive specialist that's been credited with helping the Chicago Bulls win three straight NBA championships. He is still the all-time winningest coach in Fordham University basketball history. He's a member of the great class of 1948. Johnny Bach is truly a man of Fordham. It's only fitting that tonight the university presents the first annual award in his honor. The Johnny Bach Award is presented annually to an individual whose life has had substantial and lasting impact on the sport of basketball and who best emulates Mr. Bach's drive and passion for excellence. Who could have dreamed that one of the greatest players in Georgetown basketball history would be honored by Fordham basketball? Who would have ever thought that Patrick Ewing's smiling face would be spotted regularly at Rose Hill? But that is the case. First, to explain the visits in the Bronx, Patrick, of course, as we mentioned earlier, is the proud father of Randy Ewing, a varsity volleyball player at Fordham. Often he is there watching from the sideline at the Rose Hill gym. And the Johnny Bach Award is presented to an individual with a lasting and substantial impact on the sport of basketball. So, the inaugural recipient is an NCAA champion, a two-time Olympic gold medalist, the leading scorer in Knicks history, an 11-time All-Star, and 
a member of the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame, I would say that is certainly lasting and substantial for Patrick Ewing. The award is also presented to a man who emulates Mr. Bach's passion and drive for excellence. And no player greater embodies that passion and drive than the inaugural recipient who carried the Knicks on his broad shoulders night after night at the Garden and provided us countless memories that will last a lifetime. Before we bring up Mr. Bach to present the award, I want to read a special message that comes from a good friend of Mr. Bach's, Mr. Phil Jackson, perhaps the best coach in NBA history, an 11-time champion. These are Phil Jackson's words. It was over 25 years ago that I started working with the Chicago Bulls and was fortunate to meet and work with John Bach. John was instrumental in my secondary or graduate education in basketball. When I was appointed as the Bulls coach two years later, I asked Johnny to be the defensive coordinator. It was his vision of how our Dobermans would play pressure defense that helped bring the Bulls team to its first three-peat championships. Those Dobermans, Pippen, Grant, and Jordan are one of John's aphorisms. John's educated humor and wit kept our staff and the team in good shape. I'm sorry to miss this happy event that Fordham University has provided, but wanted to be counted as a proud teammate of John Bach. I'd also like to congratulate Patrick Ewing, a great competitor on being the first recipient of the Johnny Bach Award. We faced many critical games, and he always met each game with great courage. All my best, Phil Jackson. Now here to present the first inaugural Johnny Bach Award to NBA Hall of Famer and Knicks legend Patrick Ewing, I give you Mr. Johnny Bach. I'd like to tell you that I came from the streets of Brooklyn, and I'm very proud of it. Went to St. John's Prep in the early days of recruiting because Coach Hess brought in four or five players a year, and you were expected to play at least two sports and do well, and uh, we had some damn good players uh, playing for St. John's Prep. That's It was at that time right opposite St. John's University. And uh, after practice, I would habitually go over to watch Joe Lapchuk coach at St. John's. And uh, I'm talking about guys that you wouldn't remember, but Cowboy Lloyd and Machete and uh, all the great team, Boykoff, Gottgen, uh, great players that they had assembled. And Joe asked me to come to uh, St. John's. But it seemed like I was going just across the street. I was playing up at Fordham in a baseball game. We were playing for the city title in baseball, uh, and uh, a white-haired man, uh, he was, as it turned out, the, the athletic director and the baseball coach at Fordham, John Francis Coffey. And he had a profound uh, effect upon me. 
he said, uh, we have uh, a good program here about uh, in baseball. And you know what I loved? I was a catcher in those days. They had 90 feet behind the plate. Everywhere else they had a screen. <laughs> and that fascinated me that, that I was going to have, if I played, I was going to have to defend that well. Uh, make sure you knock down the ball. So I enjoyed my baseball days, uh, and I enjoyed John Francis Coffey. And I decided to go to Fordham. Uh, in those days, that was the extent of the recruiting. I had never met Ed Kelleher, the coach. I met him after taking the 8th Avenue subway up to Fordham Road and walking across the concourse and up Rose Hill. And I went to the, at that time, the dean of the college. And you presented your grades to him. And they were reasonably good. Uh, and he said, we uh, will let you know in a few days. And I did. And I went there with another St. John's player, who I thought was the best player in the city, Albert Thomas Lucas. My memory is still good. That's the good thing. <laughs> and we felt that we would have some chance to play at Fordham. But playing for Fordham there was Tony Karpowicz. They had a good team. Uh, they had a, a great captain, George Babbage. He was the starting end on the football team. They had George... Uh, Traverco, a real halfback, big, strong guy. They had really, Fordham was a physical team. Our coach was Ed Kelleher, and I say this to the coach. He walked in every day, he took off his top coat and hat, he put it on a table. He called the manager over, beckoned him over. He said, both teams were determined, the, the first team and the second team. He said, put the teams on the floor, and he put up four. And I was on, at that time on the second group, fresh, some freshmen, 40 points. The scrimmage ended when the varsity, the first team, could beat us. So I want to tell you, uh, there was some real, no one refereed it. Uh, <laughs> And we, we, we didn't want to get stomped on, but uh, there were some damn good uh, nights. There were some nights when he was mad at us, he'd put up 60 points, for the, and the varsity had to take it away. And I ended up on the first team. But I can remember how hard it was to beat your opponents when they started out with 60 points. So Fordham got that reputation. Uh, a lot of people said Fordham arrived to play City College. They had their football cleats and shoulder pads. Uh, we played a rough game of basketball. Uh, it wasn't unusual uh, for the score to be one night. It could be 100. Uh, we beat Rhode Island State one night, 100 to 95. And I never crossed midcourt as an offensive player. He said, Johnny, I want you to uh, take care of every change of possession. You'll be the first guy back 
near the lane, and your job is to bring at least one other guy. I, you know, I was young, five on two. We're playing Rhode Island State. <laughs> well, you know, we did things like that. He was a great coach, Ed Kelleher. By the way, the year after we played for him, he went up to West Point and he won the national title, national NC2A title, Ed Kelleher. I wanted to be at Fordham. I really enjoyed it. I was in the accelerated class, 45X. I don't know if they even know that anymore. <laughs> it, it was wonderful. All of us had joined the reserves, and it was only a question of when the Marine Corps or the Navy would call you for their programs. I was very fortunate. They sent me up to... The, uh, as soon as this season ended, I, baseball season, we played Princeton in those days in baseball. We ended the game up, and the next day I had to report to Grand Central right here. And there were about, oh, I'd say a couple thousand guys, all college players, great deal of athletes that I knew. And we were on our way to either Marine Corps training or the Navy one. My, my father was a, a naval officer. Uh, a commander at the time. My twin brother was a, was, had left high school to fly uh, for the Navy, and he flew in uh, a rather infamous uh, squadron, Torpedo 20, uh, flying the, the Avenger. He didn't come home. He didn't make it. He was 19 years old. So I vowed I had to carry on for him. Uh, Played at the University of Rochester, I just want you to know. Moved on. One day, the colonel in the Marine Corps said, you're in the wrong damn program. You belong over at Brown University. So he sent me over to Brown. <laughs> and there I got my degree, Bachelor of Science in Naval Science. We took nothing but Navy courses. And uh, luckily, my, and this is luck in life, my roommate's father was an admiral, G.C. Hoover. Uh, G.C. came down. He said, what ship do you want, gentlemen? <laughs> now, ensigns generally don't get that kind of treatment <laughs> unless you're at, you know, at the academy graduate. And I knew his history, and I said, well, I'd like one of the heavy cruisers, sir. He said, you've got it. And... Uh, when I graduated, uh, 10 days later, I had to proceed report orders, which generally go to captains and commanders, but he wanted to get the four of us that were in the room out to the fleet quickly. And we got out there, and I got aboard the, the Wichita as a cruiser. Great experience. I stayed in the regular Navy uh, till uh, just before I came back, and I said, they were really getting rid of the ships and getting rid of the officer program. The great captains and commanders I had served under were all either retiring or moving out of the because they didn't get promoted quickly quickly enough. So I said, I've got to do something besides that. And uh, so I put my resignation in and finally was accepted. And I came back home and I walked up to Fordham. And uh, I wanted to see the dean of the college. I wanted to, 
I said, I don't, you know, I got a degree, but what am I going to do? I can fire eight-inch weapons. I know a great deal about 40-millimeter fire. I know a great deal about five-inch, 38-caliber fire. Uh, I've worked uh, as a catapult officer, launching aircraft and recovering, but what do I do in peacetime? And Father Walsh, Larry's, Larry Walsh was there, and he said, I'll take your case to the president. The president at that time was rather famous. <laughs> and, uh, but they were very, the Jesuits were very understanding that their boys were returning. And we all had different problems. Some had gone to school, some had not. Some were enlisted, some were officers. But uh, they came back three days later, and uh, he called me in his, into his office, the president, and said, Johnny, I'm going to take a chance. You, you're, you have 160 credits, a degree from Brown University, but they tell me, you want a Fordham diploma? And I said, yes, sir, I do. He said, you're going to do it. You, here's what you do. You take theology and philosophy and take anything else you want, and I will graduate you. And on the quadrangle, my class, 48, graduated. I walked up, and when I got there, the president looked at me and he said, Johnny, I hope we haven't made a mistake. <laughs> Two years later, I was coaching. Uh, Fordham became part of my family. My five children grew up uh, around the games, uh, around Fordham, and knew a great deal of the Jesuits. Uh, they are the best society the church has ever had. I was very proud of it. And uh, I didn't expect to coach. I played with the Celtics, very short period. and. Uh, was really looking around for a job, and I said, I, I, can't, uh, I can't get into sales, maybe banking or something like that, and I got an offer to coach at Fordham. I couldn't believe it, and I'll just end up telling you. Uh, I went down to see Joe Lapchick. I thought it was the best voice I could hear. I said, Coach, they've offered me the job at Fordham, and I don't feel qualified. I'm damn qualified in launching aircraft or recovering, but coaching a basketball team. And Joe said to me, Johnny, none of us were ready to coach. And here's the old Celtic, you know. Well, uh, let's see, that's a long time ago, 1950, uh, uh, I took you know, the job. So I'm still coaching. I'm now a volunteer coach at Fenwick High School in Chicago. Worked for wheelchair basketball when they were, the Bulls retired me. That was a lesson. I had nothing but gangbangers. Uh, they were good. They were tough. They made me understand more about myself in coaching than any group. I've had, you know, some real beauties along the way. I worked for six NBA teams. I could write a book. I, I don't intend to. I want to tell you that 
one of the players, he's here tonight, Patrick Ewing, was the damnedest player we had to play against. He came every night, and you can see the massive strength he had. And he wasn't a nice guy then. He was mean. <laughs> and my job was try to figure out a defense. So the first thing we came up with, and I think Patrick will tell you, we got Bill Cartwright. He was aging, but he had broken the big guy into the game. We said, well, maybe Bill can handle him. And Bill did. Um, Bill never in his life played. He fouled every, every time Patrick had the ball. He either pushed him, shoved him, stepped on him, did something. And the better Patrick was, the more trouble uh, Cartwright was in. But he was a tough competitor. Then we went out to Australia to get Luke Longley. He liked fighting in football, Australian football. Have you ever seen it? It's, it's murder out there on the thing. So he said, well, with this guy, well, he's got five fouls to take. So now Patrick has two centers playing him with at least 10 fouls against him. Jordan, no one called fouls on him. <laughs> we sent him down to get him. So when Patrick takes one bounce, tear the ball out of his hands. All right? So he's got a guy fouling from behind, Michael coming down. Now we got Pippen. We said, Pippen, you got to get the hell over to the lane and shut the lane down. When Patrick comes in there, you've got to get there and take a foul. You don't do anything. It worked. Uh, we, we tormented him. When I met him socially, uh, we were both coaching together, he told me, he said, I'd have six rings on my finger. <laughs> you guys didn't have Jordan. It wasn't the defense we put up, but I, I say to your coach, you can't win unless you can play defense from what you do offensively. I'm telling high school kids, and they look at me, I said, I'll tell you how I feel. You can't win in coaching unless you can defend from the positions you have in your offense. And a lot of players today and a lot of teams over-dribble the ball and do all the things that uh, only ball movement can win for you. But you better have a defensive plan. I always liked the Doberman. I thought it was a dog that was impressive. They were off, often in, in the Marine Corps, always had some in the secret bases and the submarine bases and different uh, places like that. They would have the Doberman. I said, that's a damn tough dog. Mean as hell. Uh, why not tell my team they're... That's what you are. You're Dobermans. I have about 400 pictures home of fans, Chicago fans, sending me pictures of their Doberman. <laughs> but you do have to do it. And now I, I say to the team here, you're going to have to go up there. That, that gym that you have was built in 1927. That's a long time ago. But you've got an advantage there. You have great fans or you'll pull them out, 
and they'll back you, and you can play anyone in that gym. We used to play City, St. John's, Seton Hall, uh, bring in North Carolina State. Uh, we used to play those people. And I want to tell you, none of them ever left Rose Hill liking the place. All right? And you've got to keep the noise up. Uh, there's no question the fans right next to you, uh, right next to the opponents, too. Bobby Knight stomped out of here, out of Fordham, one night when we beat him. And, you know, he, he hated zones. And I said to the team, I don't like zones, but since Knight hates them, <laughs> makes sense, huh? <laughs> Mike Fitzgerald and some of my players here will tell you, we did everything we could do basketball-wise. Nicest compliment I ever had in basketball, is, and Mike was on the team, we went up to play Bob Cousy's Boston College team. And we beat them. They had a damn good team up there. And Bob Cousy wrote me a letter. And it said briefly, the last time I saw you, Johnny, you were being lifted towards heaven by your team. That's how pleased the team was. Uh, they played so well. And that's what Fordham has in front of it. You're, you, I will look at the, the league you're in now. That's good. You're going to be playing good teams. You're going to have to go more than 100%. And you're going to have to play like Dobermans. And you're going to have to guard that place for us, especially the old-timers like I, I am now and uh, the players that I coached. So my best wishes to the team and the coach, to the people running the programs, uh, to Father uh, who has done so much for Fordham uh, and the Jesuits, uh, who I pray for every night. Uh, they gave me such an opportunity to come from the streets of Brooklyn uh, to represent Fordham. I moved on. Uh, I played for a coach at Brown, Rip Engel. Great coach, football coach. Weeb Eubank was his assistant. But he was a damn good basketball coach. All we did was run, run, run. It was pretty good, as it turned out. Uh, he was coaching football, of course, down at Penn State for a long time, and he asked me with an opportunity to go down there. I went down to Penn State. Uh, I found it very difficult to, co to recruit. They could get 85,000 people out for the football game, and we played in the afternoons, Saturday or Friday afternoons, because gymnastics had the evening show. That hurts. <laughs> that hurts. And you know what had the, the best dates? Wrestling. Now, I have nothing against wrestling. But that was the program at that time. And I said, I got to move. Some, I can't go on like this. I brought Tom McMillan down when he was the top player in the country. And he looked around, and he was, I still have good friends with him. I coached him in the Olympics. And he said, why would you bring me to a football game? I want to see a basketball game. So I brought him to a basketball game. But the damn thing was at 2 o'clock Saturday afternoon. And it was sitting up for uh, really waiting for the damn gymnastics team. 
So I moved on into the NBA, uh, put 25 years in there with six different teams. Love the basketball. Love it. Uh, I wish you all, uh, and particularly Patrick, he'll have his opportunity to coach. Uh, he brings the, that fiery spirit. He brings the size. You know, basketball is dominated by big people. The best guy on the Celtics wasn't the leading scorer. His, his name was Horse Haggerty. Tells you something about the size. The best guy I ever saw play at, at the post, Tarzan Cooper. <laughs> he was good. I, well, I want you to know. But so was this guy. If you're talking about big guys that are mean in, at the lane, remember, in those days, there was first no time. You could hold the ball as long as you wanted in the post. Then they decided three seconds, and they had a six-foot lane. It's now out to 15. Uh, and everything they've done in basketball has made the big men better. They're more agile. Now we've got the Europeans coming in. They shoot from 35 feet out. They don't rebound anymore, and there's very few... <laughs> Very few centers that really play low post center. Patrick did it. He was one of the best that's ever played the game, and I'm delighted that he's the winner. Thank you very much. Everybody who's been speaking before me are very short, so I have to pick this mic up. Um, First of all, I think the, the utmost of this man right there, Johnny Bach. Bakke! <laughs> we, like Johnny um, said before, when he was with the, the, the Bulls, we hated each other. He had Billy, he had Longley, he had Cartwright, he had, I mean... All these guys, Jordan, Pippen, and then he used to cry about, Patrick is carrying the ball. Patrick is walking across the lane. <laughs> I'm looking at him. Man, will you sit down and shut up? <laughs> then I had the opportunity to get to know him. And what a great man I thought he was. I would sit down after practice and listen to him talk about all these stories that he he was telling you guys and just then asking his asking him his philosophy on coaching and sitting down and listening and adding it to my to my repertoire so when whenever I get the opportunity to have my own team a lot of the things that I learned from him I'll be incorporating into my into my team but um when Johnny called me and asked me uh to receive uh that he wanted to give me this award I'm like, Johnny, you know, I'm a, I'm a Hoya. And, you know, I know my daughter went to Fordham, but my heart, my heart is in D.C. But I believe in, in that man so much, and I think so much of him. And even though, like I said, my heart is in D.C., my, my daughter is here at Fordham, and she's, uh, she loves this place, and she's uh, doing so well, not only athletically, but also academically. So, you know, I had to... Uh, come and accept the award. 
Um, it's a great honor, like I was saying. It's a great honor to receive the Johnny Bach Award. I have my friends and my family here to help support me. And I just would like to say thank you very much. And I wish you the team uh, good luck. You have a great coach. And kick butt, take name. I'm not sure if I'm going to be at any of the games, though. I'm, I'll come see the volleyball game. I might come to some of the some of the basketball game. Might I'm not sure. I'm still I'm still. Plus you know you're in the Barclays Center. I'm not sure if I'm going to Brooklyn. <laughs> but no, this is a this is a great honor. It's a great experience get to, to come here and meet all of you guys and um, to help to support the university and uh, the teams. But thank you. It means a lot. One more time, let's hear it for Mr. Bach and Mr. Ewing, two basketball legends here with us tonight. It is now my pleasure to introduce our final speaker of the evening, our leader on the hardwood, a man who has elevated this program each year he has been here, a man who just gets it and who we trust fully and who is an excellent coach we are so lucky to have our head coach, Tom Pacora. Please. Thank you very much. Thanks so much. Uh, what can I say? I want to welcome everyone who's here and thank them. There's a few people in the athletic department. I was laughing. I was, I was watching Coach Bach speak, who, I mean, he's a treasure. And uh, I'm saying, I'm, he's 88. I'm going to get up here and put glasses on to read. <laughs> What's up with that, right? Uh, I, I want to thank, obviously, Coach Bach, his lovely wife, Mary, for being here, Patrick, and his daughter, Randy, and, and Ralph, and Dikembe to come. And I'll speak on that in a minute. You know, uh, June 18th, 1985, I was uh, teaching elementary school. I had taken a day off in June to go watch the Mets play the Cubs. The Mets won 5-1. It got them to 500. But it was the day of the NBA draft, and I was with four of my buddies, and uh, the word went around Shea Stadium that Patrick Ewing uh, was going to be a Nick, and uh, we went crazy. And uh, we had grown up Nick fans, and, and he didn't let us down in any way, shape, or form. By the way, he went out each night and competed. And as a coach, so often, uh, people say to me, you know, you go out and recruit. I was an assistant coach for 16 years. Uh, I've been a head coach for 12. But I saw so many games, and people would say, what's the most important skill? Is it shooting, dribbling, defending, rebounding? And I always tell my assistants, don't even send me to see them play if they don't compete. And there's no one, there's no one that competed harder in the game of basketball than Patrick Ewing. And that's why it's such an honor to be in his presence and to have him uh, be part of this tonight. You know, there's an expression we like to use that tradition never graduates. And we have great tradition in this room, obviously with Coach Bach, to come back after all these years and still be part of Fordham. And then the men who played for him and the other former players who were in this room. And that's my goal, and that's what I see this university being. I believe it can be that way, but the, your support is the key to do that. 
its alumni, its friends of the program, it took it off the porch. We are running with them. We're not in the front of the pack yet, but we can get there. The support that we Let's hear it one more time for that man who we are all so lucky to have as our head coach, Tom Pecora. Now, it's been a, a great evening. We thank all of you for your support your generosity when it comes to the Fordham basketball program. Don't forget, men's basketball officially opens the season on the road this Friday at Texas State. Our home opener is November 29th against Manhattan. I'll be broadcasting that game on the Yes Network. And tip-off that night is at 7.30. We hope to see you all there. Thank you so much, all of you, for your support of this program. And to all you guys, good luck this season. I know you're going to make all of us proud. And that will do it for tonight's 2012-2013 Fordham Men's Basketball Tip-Off Dinner from the Grand Hyatt Hotel in Manhattan. The executive producer of WFUV Sports is Bob Ahrens. Our field engineer producer has been Tom Nardone. Now for Alex Smith, I'm Mac Rosenberg. And this Fordham Basketball event has been a production of WFUV Sports.